I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Thin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to ThinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word SID. We kick it off with a guy that I really, really respect and like, and so did Bernard. Man is an Iraq veteran. He actually uh, started the Vets in Congress deal many, many years ago. He's the pride of Poughkeepsie, lives in Fishkill, was a great assemblyman. Now does a terrific podcast here at the station, also plays a very mean third base. And that's my friend Kieran Lawler. Kieran, happy hump day Wednesday morning. How are you, buddy? Good morning. I'm, I'm Irish, so I'm loving the U2 music this morning, Sid. Oh, I did it just for you, just so you know. Thank you, thank you. Eric Adams is Irish, too, so it works out well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so here's one thing about you that does annoy me with all the nice things I said. I've become very, very close, Kieran, with, um, I call you the pride of Poughkeepsie, the pride of Rockland County. And that is one of our four four new Republican congressmen, Mike Lawler. And he spells his name L-A-W-L-E-R, Lawler. You spell your name L-A-L-O-R, which is Lawler, but you call yourself Lawler. Why do you do that? Well, there's two reasons. Number one, my people were so poor in Ireland, we couldn't afford to bring the W over on the boat. (laughs) So we, we left it there. And the real reason is my dad was from the Bronx, and uh, uh, may he rest in peace. But if you called my dad on the phone, he'd answer the phone, Dan Lawler. (laughs) Our name was Lawler. And it still is. Uh, You know what? Both of those are great explanations. I'm glad I asked, and I loved your answer. Uh, Let's start with the big topic of discussion, and that is up in your neighborhood there, Kieran, the Tappan Zee Bridge, which has become the Mario Cuomo Bridge. And I think pretty much everybody loved Mario for the most part, for the most part. But his two sons, Andrew and Chris, are both horrible people. Horrible. And now there is a huge push to get the Cuomo name off the bridge and go back to the Tappan Z Bridge. A, what are your thoughts on restoring the old name? And B, where are we in that process? Well, let me go to the first part that everybody loved Mario Cuomo. The elector in 1994 didn't love him so much when they elected an unknown George Pataki. That's so, true. And I think that's an important part of and this. And that, 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 was, and that was our last Republican governor as well as Lee Zeldin did this time around. But yeah, listen, for the most part, not everybody loved him. Obviously, he was still a Democrat, and the mob didn't love him either. But you would agree when he died, he did get mutual respect, much more than his sons get at this point. Oh, I mean, when you compare it to the sons, yes, 100% better. And uh, bad on policy, but a gentleman um, and somebody that I think genuinely cared about the state. Uh, but the problem is that bridge was named in classic Albany fashion. At the end of the session in June, they put together a bill that has all unrelated pieces in it. They actually call it the Big Ugly. It's not even a joke. They just call it the Big Ugly at the end of the session in June. It's summertime. Everybody wants to go home for the summer, and they put all kinds of unrelated things in there. So that's how this passed. It was tucked into one of those big, ugly bills, a big omnibus bill at the end of the session. It wasn't something that was really contemplated on a, on a standalone basis. And uh, Mar- uh, Andrew Cuomo made, you know, made deals to get that passed and get Republican votes because Republicans still had the Senate by an hour majority of the time. I think it was a terrible way to do it. 
Um, I'm not for returning it to the Tappan Zee. Um, you know, the Tappan Zee had its run. The, 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 the Tappan Indians, you know, they had a nice. Oh, I think we lost them there. There we go. Go ahead. Oh, I, I think we should name it something else. Not not go back to the old Tap NZ name because they had their they had their time. You know that bridge has been so important in the last twenty years, and that part of the uh, state uh, for military purposes. You have Stewart Air Base there. You have uh, Camp Smith not too far from there. You have West Point not too far from there, and so many who served overseas post nine eleven in Iraq in Afghanistan who lost their lives uh, use that bridge to get to their to get to their yeah. training facility, use that bridge to get to um, their deployments. And I always thought it should be named. I wrote an article about this in the Post years ago. The Joseph Lem, if you remember, Joseph Lem was a New York sure. City cop in the air guard out of Stewart, killed in Afghanistan. I thought it should have been the Joseph Lem post 9-11 Memorial Bridge and bring in and honor all those post 9-11 veterans who served and those who lost their lives. That would be a perfect name. I think we could all agree on that. Uh, way better than Mario Cuomo, and I think better than uh, honoring the Tappan Zee Indians for another 100 years. How far is that bridge from Stewart? I'll tell you why, because my mom and dad, and my dad passed away, as you know, Kieran, a couple summers ago, but they split their time between Aventura in the winter, like most Jews, and uh, upstate New York, and <laughs> up by Kanyanga slash White Lake by Monticello. So when I would come up with my wife, Danielle, and the kids and visit, we would always go to Stewart Airport, which, of course, is in Newburgh. Uh, how far is that from the Tappan Zee Bridge? You mentioned Stewart a couple of times. Sure, it's about 35 minutes. 35, 35 minutes, okay. 35 minutes. Yeah, and, and you're right, the Army yeah. base is there, and you mentioned uh, these other spots. I would ask you this, though. Just because Andrew turned out to be a murderous, and I mean that, murderous scumbag as governor, and Chris is a complete embarrassment, whether you liked Mario Cuomo's politics or not, is it fair to strip the name of the bridge? It wasn't the Andrew Cuomo bridge, it's Mario Cuomo. Does Mario not deserve a little respect? I don't know that I don't know that any politician really needs his name on anything or her name on anything. You know, politicians spend other people's money and they get credit for spending other people's money. And then at the end of their uh, life or at the end of their time in office, we name stuff after them. I don't think that's a, a good practice uh, whatsoever. Well, so, 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 so do you want Reagan's name removed from an airport or Kennedy's name removed from an airport? If, if that's the case, that should be the case for everybody. Well, I don't know if we have to remove the ones that are there, but I don't think it's a great practice going forward. But here's the funny thing about going back to naming it after the, the Tapan Indians. In New York State, Kathy Hochul came down with a decree recently. If your high school, uh, New York State high school, like the Mayapak Indians, which is a local high school around here, the Ketchum Indians, if you have an Indian name, whether Indians or something related to Indians, you have to remove that name in the next year or you're going to lose all your state funding. So here we are. We have Kathy Hochul said yesterday she's considering going back to the Tappan Zee name, which is named after Indians. But in the meantime, she's going to punish schools, uh, high schools in this state, if they have their mascot named after some kind of uh, uh, an Indian or Indians itself. So it's kind of an irony that they want to change the bridge name back to Indians. But school districts, which are strapped for money, are going to have to spend a million dollars to uh, cleanse their their sports programs and their uniforms and their hmm. football fields of Indian-type names. That is ridiculous. You know, Karen, uh, not that far removed, about a week or so ago, Mayor Eric Adams is going to join me this morning coming up at 8.05, was up in Albany and talking about the budget, the budget that uh, Kathy Hochul put forward. And anybody with half a brain realizes that she's raping New York City, that she spends way too much money on nonsense and is not addressing the real issues in this city and this state. Oh, I don't know, like bail reform. Let's start right there. Uh, in my lifetime, uh, she's right there as one of the worst politicians I've ever seen. And not just one of the worst politicians, but callous and couldn't care less 
your thoughts on the governor, Kathy Hochul. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to believe this, but you could say she's worse in many ways than than even Andrew Cuomo was. Um, she's, I think, believe it or not, less competent than him. I mean, she her party controls with supermajorities, the Assembly and the state Senate. She couldn't even get her judicial pick through her own Democrat controlled state Senate. Uh, she gave the legislature a huge raise up to 140 grand, and uh, she couldn't even get them to, you know, get the votes to pass her uh, her judicial nominee this year. So uh, not only is she incompetent, but she's weak and ineffective. And she's a liberal. She's very liberal. But those New York City liberals that control the legislature now in both houses, they are socialists and they're so far left. And they're they're controlling the state right now. And whereas Kathy Hochul, at least she's answerable to the whole state. She had to stand for election in the whole state. A couple of these really liberal socialist small-time AOC-type senators and assembly members, they're answer, answerable to a little neighborhood in New York City, and they're calling the shots for the whole state. It's hurting the whole state. And that's why you see this, this crime problem related to the bail and discovery law that passed a few years ago that they gave some lip service to before, uh, before Election Day, but nobody's really in Albany right now looking to fix it. Hey, Kieran, what does 105 look like these days? Again, I know you were born in Poughkeepsie. I think you still live in Fishkill, but... What does that area look like these days? I don't mean aesthetically. It's a gorgeous area, green and blush and all that. But in terms of economy and uh, just the crime, those types of issues, how does it look, your district, these days? Yeah, a lot of people think I was born in Poughkeepsie. Actually, I was born in a manger, but um, (laughs) maybe I shouldn't say that on Ash Wednesday. Uh, Poughkeepsie! The Poughkeepsie, the greater Poughkeepsie area, the city of Poughkeepsie, a lot of crime problems. But you get to the surrounding towns like East Fishkill, where I live, Fishkill, Wabingers, those are good, solid suburban towns. Uh, a lot of people uh, commute to the city. Uh, a lot of people work. We have a lot of prisons up here, state prisons up here, uh, a lot of small business owners. So so we're, we're doing pretty well in large part because of our proximity to the city. and We have these nice towns and people go back a long way. We still have a lot of tech here. Not as much as we did in the old IBM boom days when everybody here worked for IBM. But I think we're doing pretty well relative to many parts of the state, especially if you go up further north. One of my great Kieran Lawler memories was a few summers ago when I put together this celebrity softball game for my friend Heshi Jorgenbaum and had a bunch of guys show up that day, guys like Sean Landetta, the former New York football giant, the former Yankee Jimmy Layritz, that comedian Jim Brewer who moved to Naples. He was my shortstop, and there was Kieran Lawler who actually came in to play third base, and, man, did you have a gun. You're one of the best players I had on my team that day, so thank you very much for that. Well, thank you. I mean, I felt bad when I when I bumped uh, Jim Leyritz, uh World Series third baseman, out of third base, <laughs> but, you know, uh, you got to go with the hot hands. You had to go with the hot hands, Sid, and I understand it. Yeah, you did do that. So tell us about this podcast you're doing now here at WABC. I, I have to imagine a can't-miss Kieran Lawler podcast here at WABC. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be huge. And we're going to have uh, Sid Rosenberg-like ratings before you know it. It's called <laughs> Issues and Interviews. It's called Issues and Interviews with Karen Michael Lawler. We're going to talk about big national issues, the presidential campaign. Since I know where all the bodies are buried in Albany, we're going to talk a little bit about that. And we're going to interview a newsmaker every week on the podcast. Talking about the presidential campaign, Kieran, you have a, a favorite right now. You know, a lot of my friends, they, they go back and forth between Trump and DeSantis. They respect the Nikki Haley's, the Tim Scott's, the Mike Pompeo's. But as I've been saying for a long time now, we all know it's a two-man race. It's Donnie versus Ronnie. Where does Kieran Waller stand right now? Yeah, I think I'd say I'm one of those people that would like to see a fusion ticket, Trump for four years, and then uh, DeSantis. 
Uh, I listen to you in the morning, Sid. I know you get frustrated at Trump, as do I. I wish he was a little more disciplined. I don't see any reason to criticize DeSantis or even Haley, for that matter. Uh, it will help Trump in the long run. It will help Republicans in the long run if he refrains from doing that. Uh, so, you know, I'm for Trump, but every once a week or so, I read something that he tweeted or put on his own social media, and I cringe a little bit. And I want I want more discipline out of him because I want to bring in voters. And, you know, every presidential election seems like, oh, we have to w- win this one. We're going to lose this country. 2024, we have to win that yeah. one, whether yeah. it's Trump or DeSantis yeah. or even yeah. Nikki Haley. Yeah, no, you said exactly how I feel. I mean, he's my guy. I'll vote for Donald what, Trump. Tweets. Yeah, his tweets. I mean, well, now it's his truth social, but, you know, I want yeah. 12 years. I want four more years of Trump to shut up. Up, and then eight years of DeSantis. I won 12 years of Republican rule and stop this nonsense. One more picture of Biden and Zelensky. I'm going to barf. Anyway, uh, I love you, Kieran. That's a great job this morning. Congratulations on your podcast here at WABC. We are teammates once again, and I couldn't be happier. And of course, as always, thank you for your service. All right. Thanks for having me, sir. Take care. You're the man. Kieran Lawler right there. Back on WABC. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GoboLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.